It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life real magic and this is awakened wellness with your host ruby transformational life coach yoga practitioner and the queen of happiness sharing her unique brand of functional logical and life-changing wisdom to help you achieve an aligned balanced and vibrant body mind and soul thrive not just survive and now your host ruby Hello, hello, hello. Oh, my gosh. Uh, thank you for joining me. Um, I listened to that intro, and I really get geared up <laughs> for the show to start. And I can, you know, connect with you guys, talk about the topic of the day. It really energizes me every single time. So thank you again for joining this episode. Today's episode is going to be one of those basic, seemingly basic conversations uh, but it's a topic that a lot of people wonder about and struggle with. Uh, so today we're going to talk about how much water do we need to consume. So we're going to try and, um, uh, you know, deep dive into a, a very basic thing in terms of thirst and water, and I drink it every day, but there seems to be a lot of confusion around it. So when I was preparing for this, episode, you know, I, I thought about it that, you know, this may seem like an entry-level children's question, something that a child might ask, but given the nature and the number of adults that actually struggle with water-related issues, I think we are past that point that it's children. I think there's a lot of relearning that we have to do. So we're going to break down certain facts. We're going to talk about water and then look at things uh, you know, look at answering questions like um, how much we should consume, when should we consume it, at what temperature should we consume it. Um, again, the aim is to bring vitality and health um, through this particular element. So now we all know that 70% of the Earth's surface is covered with water, right? And the human body, too, uh, is 65 to 70% um, water. And, and this ratio of 70% actually holds true for most of the animals, uh, any living thing, so give or take. So, for example, a jellyfish um, might have 90, 95% of water content. But generally, you know, 70% is where we're averaging at. Um, and, you know, that is so beautiful because it kind of tells me that we are a part of the earth. We are connected to the earth. So how the earth is set up, that's how everyone living on it is, is set up. And that in itself is encouraging. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so water is the only thing that can keep cells 
functioning properly. It can help with our skin, and it's the only thing that can properly detoxify your body. So already we can see why the element is so powerful uh, and so very important. It literally makes makes up everything that we are. Uh, so it's no surprise um, that it is the magic portion that actually keeps us going. Um, and so again, every living creature other than humans, um, they are very much in tune with um, the water, you know, life in the oceans, the birds that migrate, the animals on land, all have a very inbuilt, instinctive connection to water and its cycles. You know, the greatest migrations on land, air, and water take place because these living creatures are naturally in tune with the nature cycles. Now, although we might not realize it or it might not seem so, we too are impacted greatly by these water cycles. Um, so there's a lot of information and you might have heard of tides and how they impact us. Uh, so gravitational pull manages not only the Earth, but also the moon. And the moon on its own has its own gravitational pull that it exerts on our planet. Um, and that's what actually causes the tides, you know, the tides coming in and the tides going on. It's not that the water is disappearing. It's just being pulled into um, one direction and pushed back into the other. So all this pull and push impacts all the water bodies, including us, <laughs> because we are 70%. Um, the lunar calendar always has played a very, very important, crucial Role. So a lot of practices um, that have got to do with food habits and the cleanses and the detoxes and when we should rest and when we should work, um, these were very closely attached to the lunar calendars. And even today, all the things are changing a little because there's a lot of influence uh, from the Western cultures and a lot of globalizations and there has been a shift. Um, but the no moon days, the full moon days, each had their own ritual, their own uh, practices, and they are followed every single month. So um, maybe we can actually do an episode on that particular topic. Just look at the practices that uh, come around every single month and what is recommended on full moon days and what is recommended on no moon days. That might be an interesting episode. Um, so as humans, if we want to bring our awareness to these natural cycles and we want to, you know, raise our vibrations and use um, this energy and make this energy work in our favor, it's really not that difficult. It's just about... Um, a, understanding what they are, and then trying a few practices ourselves and becoming mindful of how it's impacting your body and what's working and, and what's not working. It's pretty simple and it can be done very, very easily. So let's get to talking about some easy questions about the use of water, like how much water should we consume? Now, I don't know why, but there seems to be so much of an opinion on this matter. I've seen and read blogs 
and um, a lot of interviews around this topic. And I've seen the whole thing. Like I've seen someone two liters of water, some people saying three liters of water uh, a day. Some people measure it in cups. Uh, some people um, say, well, you should have one glass of water per hour. Um, and then, you know, I've, I've read blogs that suggest if you, if you drink like these excessive amounts of water, it will help you lose weight. Um, so here's what I will say works best. And the first part of the statement of what I'm about to tell you is something you will hear from me often and it's something that you're going to hear on, on this particular series quite a lot. So how much water should you drink? The answer is drink as much as your body is asking for. <laughs> Simple. So the golden rule is when you are thirsty. So as part of an awakened wellness in terms of water, it would be becoming more mindful and more sensitive to your body's hint. Your body is talking to you. It, it's telling you what it needs. Um, and it definitely tells you when it's thirsty and when your body, your cells require water. So ideally, from a point of you realizing or you noticing that you are actually thirsty and then you feel like drinking water, you should get to quenching your thirst within 20 minutes. Um, now, why... 20 minutes is because beyond that point, um, you will lose that sensitivity. Like your body will stop talking to you. It's almost as if it says, well, I've been telling you for the last 20 minutes. I don't think I'm going to get a response, so I'm going to shut down. Um, it's the same with food, but we'll talk about food uh, on a separate episode. So within 20 minutes, you must leave whatever it is you're doing and go get yourself a glass of water or a couple of glasses of water, depending on how thirsty you are. You must take in that water within that 20-minute um, uh, span. Because the other reason is that if you get to drinking water when you're feeling thirsty, you will make sure that you consume exactly how much you need. You won't consume a lot or you won't consume a little. Generally, these confusions happen because, you know, you're in the middle of a meeting, you're feeling thirsty, and you have all this work to get, to get done, and so you put it off. And then by that time, you're completely parched or even dehydrated, and then you fall behind. So no matter you drink a glass, two glasses of water, th that imbalance, that damage is already done. So you want to get to drinking water as soon as your body is asking um, for it. The other thing to remember is we are getting water um, from the food that we eat. So when we eat fruits and vegetables and salads, um, the, the water content in those foods count as the, the, the supply that we need for the day. So, But still, you know, it's not like you can only eat salads and then assume that you've got enough water. Generally speaking, 60 to 70% of our daily supply of water will still come from you physically drinking water. 
depending on the type of food you eat, maybe up to 30%, 35%, yes, you can get it from uh, your fruits and, and vegetables. But the primary way for you to get water will still remain you actually physically drinking it. So again, uh, just to reiterate, how much water should you drink? You should drink how much ever your body requires you to drink. And that requires you to become more sensitive, more mindful, and more attentive to your body when it asks for water. Question that came to me up uh, and I thought we could discuss was, um, what is the best way to consume water? At what temperature should I drink water? Because there have been a lot of people that ask me about, well, should I drink cold water? Should I drink warm water, hot water? Should I have it at room temperature? What is the best way for me to consume uh, the water that I need? Um, again, as with the first question, this one that has been a lot of interest, especially in the West, um, about drinking warm water, drinking room, you know, uh, water at room temperature, because generally in in the east, water is almost always consumed at room temperature. Um, this again, ha you know, it's changing and and it has its variations now because you know refrigerators are becoming common. There is a flow of inflow of this global culture, the Western culture that's come in. So a lot of people have started reaching out and drinking, you know, water with ice or uh, water that is uh, chilled from the refrigerator. Uh, but usually, by and large. Water still is consumed room temperature, uh, and that still holds true uh, for most people. You know, um, in the West, I've seen that you know when when you are served water, um, the glass is almost always half full with ice. It's a very common practice, um, and water is is consumed at extremely cold uh, temperatures. Now, you would think or you would be fooled into thinking, you would get the illusion that if you are consuming water like that, um, that you are actually quenching your thirst and you're getting enough. Uh, because, you, you know, when you drink that ice cold water, take a few sips, it really makes you feel good. Um, and your thirst seemingly is, is, is quenched. Uh, Consuming water at such cold temperature, in fact, does the opposite. Um, it does not quench your thirst, and it definitely confuses your brain into thinking that you've had enough um, water. Because at such cold temperatures, there are two things that happen. Um, one, it is physically impossible to drink a lot of icy cold water. Like beyond a point, you can't uh, sip anymore because your mouth goes numb. You know, you probably will get like a, uh, you know, freeze in your head. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't just drink two, three glasses of uh, ice cold water. It's not physically uh, possible. So, um, and, and secondly, um, 
consuming water at these temperatures actually it causes havoc and unsettles um that's really not good ideally water should be consumed only a few degrees from the body temperature so few degrees up and down from your body temperature so not even room temperature we are talking about body temperature that's the best way to consume uh water at at you know so at this temperature you will be able to drink the water and consume as much as you need uh so a it's physically possible for you to drink as much as you need and secondly uh you can assimilate the water into your body without causing havoc and shocking the system um and making it work doubly hard to kind of bring that cold icy water back to a temperature within your body that it can be processed um so i hope that that kind of made sense i know a lot of people don't like uh, a lot of my friends here especially don't like consuming water without ice but what i would recommend is try and ask for um water with maybe one or two cubes of ice maybe start there uh, but definitely you want to pull away from that habit of having um water directly from the refrigerator which is chilled and definitely you want to stay away from this practice of filling your um glasses with ice cubes and then sipping the, that water that's really not doing you any favors in fact it is causing you more harm uh than help so remember water is a life forming element you know understanding it connecting with it um respecting it makes a huge difference in our wellness if um so much of the earth so it, it contains water it's one of the most um obvious and most powerful elements that we find um you know worldwide the modern way of life has negatively impacted our water bodies we continue to use our water we continue to use our water bodies um we've lost connection with them we've lost connection with this element um most of our actions in the modern world show little or no respect for this very essential life force and then we wonder why it doesn't behave well within us or why um you know 70% of us that is water is not gelling well or why are there so many imbalances um it's very easy like i said to get back to the balance and the connection and the respect um i hope that this episode has brought you some wisdom some tips and some functional knowledge of water that are used this element in a more appropriate manner you know half of of all the struggles that we have illnesses and chronic ailments that we have they will just disappear um if we are able to consume water at a level that our cells require um and i hope that just these few tips that we discussed today this information that we discussed today brings you a better relationship with water and here's to that healthy healthy wholesome sip of 
water. Thank you for joining me in this episode. Um, I hope that you'll join us in our next conversation. Until then, goodbye and happy wellness. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.